0: With the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad.
1: So, you're thinking about starting a new website? Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to tell someone or sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography, or maybe you want to start that new podcast. Ah, (laughs) great idea. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first
2: year. That's impossible. They're always 99 nine ninety
1: nine, or twelve they are ninety nine, but right now GoDaddy's offering one new or transfer .com for just $1.99 for the first year. On the
2: actual internet, or is this some BS sub-internet?
1: No, no, no. this is GoDaddy.com. Right. We all use GoDaddy.com. Everything I have is on GoDaddy.com. I know. And each new .com comes with a free instant page website and a built-in photo album, so what are you waiting for? I don't Get believe it. Get your new website started today.
2: I think it sounds like a scam. It can't possibly be GoDaddy's true. GoDaddy's
1: not a scam. They have... Uh, Uh, that hot check, Danica Patrick Mm -hmm. for their stuff so it's not a scam plus I use it for everything it better not be a scam (laughs) go to GoDaddy.com and enter the code FORK at the checkout or click on the GoDaddy banner on our website and you're all set to go
2: fork you if you don't take advantage (laughs) of this incredible GoDaddy deal
1: I'm gonna take advantage of it
2: Welcome to A Fork on the Road. I am Mark DiCarlo, and sitting next to me, as usual, the lovely and talented traveling diva, Yenny Alvarez. Hello. This is our 20th show, and boy, it's going to be great. We're going to be talking to Drew Serza, a.k.a. The Wing, the Wing King. King, from Buffalo, New York. Uh, we're going to be there all this weekend at the Wing Festival at Dunn Tire Park. Uh, there's lots of funny stuff going on there. We're also going to be talking to a movie star, Jimmy Palumbo, from the new Jimmy's Robert here. De Niro, Tommy Woo. Lee Jones, and Michelle Pfeiffer movie called The Family. And we're going to be ringing out the summer in style right here on Fork on the Road. Thanks for joining us again. Um, if you're going to be out driving around, what? A
1: Fork on the Road.
2: That's right. The name of the show is Branding. A. Branding. A Fork on the Road. She's saying branding because I have uh, I actually was branded on my ass with the name of I the show. I'll fork on the
1: road. So how could you forget?
2: Because I can't see it. It's on my ass. You can ass. see the
1: A? <laughs> <laughs> it
2: says wow. No, it says mom. Um, oh. So thanks for joining us. we got a really fun show for you today. Uh, brought to you, as always, by our friends at EnviroTabs. If you're going on a road trip, which is a great thing to do on Labor Day weekend, drop an EnviroTab on your tank and you'll get much better gas mileage. Your engine will be clean. And uh, the music you listen to in your car will even be better. You can go to greenfootglobal.com DeCarlo to get information and uh, order the tabs. Get a packet of 28 tabs for $30, and they'll save you 10 20 $30 a gas tank. It's a great product. Also, if you're looking for a web domain, we have a deal, don't we?
1: Yes, we do. Um, If you're looking to purchase a new .com or uh, transfer, go to GoDaddy.com. And when you find that fabulous, uh, either your name or a fabulous idea, something you want to keep. TravelingDiva.com is taken. It's taken. It's taken. Um, You go in, you go to the checkout, and the only thing you have to do is when you put in the coupon and hit apply,
2: put the word
1: fork. And you get the domain for $1.99 as opposed to $12.99.
2: It saves you 10 bucks. That's a savings of over 99%. It's a good deal. It's a great deal. Brought to you by the good folks here at the Sideshow Network and a fork on the road. So just go to GoDaddy, type in fork for the coupon. You'll get your domain for $1.99. And for great deals like that, travel deals, all kinds of cool things, follow me on Twitter, Mark DiCarlo. Twitter.com, at Mark DiCarlo is my Twitter thing. <laughs> twittered out some funny... Uh, Too many ats. Uh, yeah. It's Mark DiCarlo on Twitter. I twittered out some funny pictures last weekend when I was at the Italian Festival in Chicago. I was there all weekend on the Rosebud stage, had a great time. The weather was perfect. The The uh, Peroni beer was freezing cold and delicious. That was the food. Uh, the food was excellent. Uh ate at uh, the Rosebud Meatballs and had some really good food there. And I probably introduced about 10 different bands, Italian bands. Every single one of them played Volare. Every single one of them played Chicago. <laughs> so over the weekend, I heard 12 different versions of both of those songs, all very Italianized. And it was a great, great. How could you Italianize Volare? <laughs> Even more, because they go like this in between. Vo- la- and the, what the- hey. hey, I got your valori right here. This weekend, I can't wait. We're going to Buffalo, New York for the Buffalo Wing Festival. There's a whole chapter in my book, A Fork on the Road, 400 Cities, One Stomach, dedicated to the Buffalo Wing Festival in Buffalo, New York. It happens every Labor Day weekend.
1: And it's so much fun. I think that's the best place to go in Labor Day It weekend. is.
2: It's a Laugh a Minute. Yeah,
1: because you know I researched a bunch of festivals. Did you? Yeah. Because there's other hilarious. things
2: going on this weekend.
1: Yeah, but they're all really like normal festivals. There's nothing unique and there's nothing How much fantastic. time
2: did you actually spend researching Just these?
1: Just a few minutes. Go on the internet. Um, I mean, they have... They have, um, they have a Labor Day festival in Washington, D.C., you know, music, food, blah, blah, blah. They have the Aspen Jazz Fest. Where's that? Which cost an arm and a leg to get into, I mean, $195 for a three-day pass. It's a little
2: That's difficult. Not, well, it's 150 for a three-day pass at Jazz Fest in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, but you get hundreds and hundreds of musicians. You get to see Billy Joel. You get to see the Gypsy Kings. You get to see the Almond Brothers. I mean, how many people have the we seen? The who brothers? It? Almond.
2: Like The nut? The Almond Brothers? I don't Brothers? know, you're, the, yeah. you're their calls fan. Them, she calls them the Almond Brothers.
1: You're the fan. Oh, I was happy with I, I Billy Joe and I can say that. The Almond,
2: the Almond Brothers. They have something called... They're, I'm nuts for the Almond Brothers, actually.
1: <laughs> Shush. They have something called the Warm Fest. Warm you, Festival. And I looked it up and there's... warm like, W-O-R-M? W-A-R-M. Like, it's warm. Really? And, and where That's is it? it? The warm... I'm going to tell you right now. Let me find it. Let me look for it. Warmfest, Fest, Broad Ripple Park.
2: I don't know where that is. I'm going to look for it right now. Well, thanks and for doing all that research before I we actually get on the air.
1: What about, you know what, Bumbershoot Festival. Let's go there. Where is it? I'll tell you right Who's now. Who's playing there?
2: What's the point?
1: It's not, it's not as good as eating every single kind of buffalo wings.
2: Right. No, I think we're going to the best festival this weekend. But I think so, too. I think not everyone only, in America is going to be able to get to Buffalo, New there's York. There's
1: only one that's kind of competing against it, which is the uh, Jazz Aspen Festival. The jazz? Aspen Fest- jazz. Oh. Like the music, jazz. Because Jason Mraz is going to be performing, and uh, Little Big Town, and Train, and Keith Urban, who is really hot and cute. Uh-huh. Journey is going to be there, too. I think that's the only one that would... Um,
3: A broad Ripple is in Indiana.
2: Oh, broad, thank you, Sean. Broad That's Ripple Sean, is our in producer. Indiana. Well,
1: there you go. See? That's the only one that kind of computes. I, I
2: ran into a bottle of Broad Ripple when I was in high school, and I had the worst hangover the next day. The worst. Sean's excited, because Sean's from Buffalo, New York.
1: Oh, have you been no. to the festival? You haven't no. been to the festival? <gasps>
2: it is so You've good. You've seen it the Wing King ex- in his oh. hat, though, I've right? I've
3: seen it, but I just I don't have that a, a connection to wings. Oh, Oh, I
2: do. It's fun. It's
1: an entire stadium filled with every single kind of buffalo wing. I didn't even know that you could put raspberry sauce I on a, buffalo wings. I
2: have friends that
3: have been in the contest to eat the wings.
2: Oh, by. wow. Put okay, on by the one? International Federation of Competitive Eaters, which if you've never seen one of those shows, that's the same group that runs the uh the hot dog eating contest at Nathan's. They also run the buffalo the buffalo wing eating contest. I love
1: the people that, um, that compete. Yeah. I think one of my favorite one is the Black Widow. She must weigh, what, 80 pounds? Yeah. This cute little... She's teeny. Tiny uh, Asian lady. I
2: like Joey Chestnut. I like uh, the guy from Chicago. Oh, he's so funny, Joey Chestnut. And, and uh, Badlands Booker, this 400-pound rapper who's hilarious.
1: Who couldn't hold a candle to the Black Widow. Yeah. Who's 80 pounds. Yeah, it's
2: really strange that the, these little teeny people can put away so much food. Um, well,
1: we talked to them, and um, they said that they have this ritual that they go through. Well, they we'll, drink tons of water and you know, fill up their stomachs. And they eat and grapes.
2: Yeah, and they make their stomachs really big. Ugh. And I tell you, that's where you want to be on Labor Day is in the front row as people are shoveling down 12 pounds of meat into their stomach, and it's 100 degrees outside. But we'll be talking about that <laughs> later. I can't wait. With Drew Serza, because he is the wing king of the Buffalo Wing Festival right now. I want to tell you, I used something for the first time. Last week when I flew to Chicago, I used the TSA pre-check program. Now, this is a program that if you're a frequent flyer, you can apply to. So you send them an application, you wait about six weeks, then you have to go to the federal building, you go to the airport, and you have to go through a verbal in-person interview with the TSA people. And they talk to you and they check, I guess they must have done a background check. And then when you pass, you give them $100, and you get in you you get this special card card that allows you to get back into the country going through short lines in customs. It's magic. It is magic. But the best part of it magic is card. you get the TSA pre-check validation. You've been at airports, I'm guessing. If you listen to the show, you like to travel. The TSA pre-check line at LAX and O'Hare. My feet did not stop moving. I got through security in 25 seconds. I clocked it. He was so
1: excited. I tweeted
2: it. As a matter of fact, there's no line. When I say no line, I don't mean there's three people in front of you. I mean, there was no effing line. Now it was 6am at LAX on a Friday. So that might've been part of it. No line. You show them your thing on your boarding pass. It says TSA pre-check. Boom. You walk right through. There's uh, the, the, the security, you have your own separate security line. You don't have to put your hands up like a friggin' criminal. What
1: about the laptop? Do you have to take it out? No. Camera stuff? No! Shoes? Nothing. What about my
2: belt? What about your belt? I left it on. What about my shoes? What about your shoes? I left them on. What about your underwear? I left. I wasn't wearing any. Oh. I, I always fly TMI. All I had to do was take my phone out of my pocket, put it on the tray, Everything else goes through. You only have to go through a metal detector, not a hey, I'm a criminal with my arms in the air. Please look at my genitals with an x-ray. None of that. I didn't stop moving my feet. I was through security in 25 seconds. I, I I'm so shocked. You're really excited. That we well, because I found something that the government does well. It's a program uh, that is run let's by the not government. Trash
1: the government right I'm now.
2: not I'm 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 praising the government for frequent flyers People, if you're listening to me and you fly once a month or more, apply. I don't even know why I'm telling people to do this because then that's going to get crowded too. I'm doing it. You know why? Because I'm an incredible human being. That's why I'm doing it. I'm spreading the love. I'm paying it forward. Check out, and I am not a paid endorser for the TSA program. The TSA pre-check, best hundred bucks I ever spent. Ever. Ever. Ever? Ever. You don't have to take your clothes off. You don't have to do anything. Okay, you just walk right on. through. Move on. That's the TSA Precheck.
1: Walk do it. The other side.
2: Okay. Speaking of travel, our in-studio guest this week has traveled all over the world. He's been a stand-up comedian. He's an actor. He's a very funny man from New Jersey. And he's got a huge movie coming out in two weeks. It's called The Family. It stars Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, Michelle Pfeiffer, and our guest today. Jimmy Palumbo, welcome to A Fork on the Road.
0: Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing Woo-hoo. good. Hey, Yenny, Jimmy. it's so good to see you. It's so good to <laughs> so good see, to see too, you too, Jimmy.
2: Don't be shining her up. Mr. Can, Mr. Can Jimmy. Mr. Jimmy. Can
0: Yenny ask me the question?
2: Sure, you can, you, we can do this any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, people probably know you from the Artie Lange softball movie Beer League, Yeah.
0: if they know you. <laughs> if they know If me. they know he you. He
1: has a following. He has a great following. He
0: does. The movie's a cult. It's a cult classic, as <laughs> they say. Right. If you're from the East Coast and you play softball, anyway, but it's uh, Ralph Macho and Artie and Seymour Cassell. Mm-hmm. Cool? I love it's on Ralph. Stars
2: and Showtime. Right really now. funny movie, very fun. Not for the kids, I wouldn't say. Not for little kids. It's, but it's an funny.
0: R-rated comedy. There's a there's a couple of. Uh, Let's go
2: Beer League. It's not a kids movie. It's not a kids. You can movie. tell. No, if,
0: uh, nobody under 45 should see it, really.
2: And you're a fantastic actor because in it you play a softball player that can actually hit.
0: <laughs> yes, the magic of Hollywood right. cinema. Now,
2: you and I played on a softball team for several years here in Los Angeles. Uh, was there any anything, anything that, well, that happened during that no, ten year here in Los Angeles that it, set you apart from other uh, softball players? It's
0: so good to have you on my show, Mark. I was going to ask you, <laughs> Mark, when you played softball with me, did, yeah. did I do something? Actually, I did a few things that maybe have never been done in front of your 35 years of playing softball. Jimmy, you are
2: famous on the Bad Mojo softball team. The the city champions, multi city champion, bad uh-huh. bad mojo softball team in, in Beverly Hills, California. Two things that I've I've never heard of anyone I, doing before. I don't think it's
0: been done at the major league
2: level. Okay. No, it hasn't. really.
1: Enough with a padding in the back. No, no, no.
2: There's a thing called we like to call the catch. Now, Jimmy, if, if you've seen him in his movies, and you've been on a few TV shows, right?
0: Yes, I have. Which for ones, for instance? All oh, the there's small shows like Friends and ER and Law and Order, and and
1: you were in Sex and the City, the Sex movie. Sex and the
0: City, the movie, and uh-huh. I love
1: that. Mark, it's it's big, it's big time. And you now. were in the finale of Friends. Yes, that's I was. huge. Yes, I was. You've
2: I, buried a couple shows, haven't you?
0: <laughs> I actually, you know what? I did. Day, I got a call to do Days of Our. Ar- I mean, uh Guiding Light. And literally, before I shot it, the next day I read the paper, Guiding Light, after 93 years of being on the air on radio, canceled. My buddy, I got ripped. Like, dude, way to go. You killed the show that was 90 years old. So
2: let's go back to softball because uh, I want to talk about the catch. Explain the catch. I'm just well, I want talk
1: about Paris, so make it we quick will. Well,
2: Jimmy shot this movie, The Family in France. We're going to get to that. Before. Second
0: and third, one out. We were up by a run. Right. <laughs>
2: Game is on the line. You're um, playing right
0: field. And you're playing first base. Right. And I'm playing behind you. Right. And a guy hit a rocket shot to deep right field. Looks like it's going to be a homer. You thought it was going to go over my head. and it, The two runs are going to score. And well, you're not fleet
2: of in. foot. Let's be well, honest.
0: But I had a beat on it. And I made an over-the-shoulder Willie Mays-esque catch, and <laughs> then threw a kind of a girl throw back in. But and everybody had to go back to their bags. And it's known as in our world as the catch. Right. And any new member has to be indoctrinated. Oh, well,
2: there have, they have the been, catch. they have been. Now that was a great play. Now this is the thing that that I've never, I've never seen before in softball. Four pitches, four home runs.
0: Four pitches, four home runs, and to each different. Center field, right field, and left field. And the next one, I hit it. Right.
2: Left field. We're not talking four at bats. We're
0: talking four, four pitches. pitches. Now, on the fifth at bat, when I got up, I had to swing at the first pitch. Of course. Which was four feet out, and I just threw the bat at it. Yeah. But you had to. I tried to go for it. was the Johnny Vandermeer moment for the Bad Mojo.
2: One person in the audience will know what but that was. The one.
0: person who gets that joke is They'll just really laughing
2: right now. So, you actually played softball in real life. You made your mark. Your first big movie was the uh, Artie Lang movie. And now. You're in a movie with De Niro. I am. Tommy Lee Jones and Michelle Pfeiffer. How the hell did that happen?
0: You know what? I caught, uh, it was a pure, uh, a pure booking. I went in on an audition. I got a callback. Luc Besson directed it. He was in the callback. I did really well. And next thing you know, they said you're going to France for six weeks. Woohoo! Uh, what's your character's name? uh de Chico.
2: Uh-huh.
0: It's based on a book called Bad Fellas. Uh-huh. De Chico?
1: Um, that's my Chico. olive oil.
0: I, I, uh, Spelt the same. Uh, no, I think there's an "i" in there. I don't know mm, how they're
1: going to finally spell the,
0: the credit. That's my olive oil. Chico, and I play uh, me and Dominic Lombardozzi, uh, another fine actor. Is um, we're protecting uh, Robert De Niro and Michelle Pfeiffer and their family from getting killed from the mob in France. So you're protecting De um, pre- I protect Michelle Pfeiffer, actually, the most, too, as well, uh-huh. who's a doll. Is she? She's sweet. She just was great. She's so, a really good actress, too. I was blown away by what she does. We want to
1: hear stories
0: about so that's, that's working a, with these actors. Yeah, that's great. You,
2: you book this movie, and you get to go to, instead of shooting it here in America, you shoot it in France for six weeks? I land.
0: We landed in France. I got picked up by this guy in this car that was like two by two. Next thing you know, we're an hour and a half outside of Paris. In the did they fly you first class? Yes, we oh. did. Oh. And uh,
1: I, the sound, can we use a sound effect was, for first class?
0: It was <laughs> great. I had about four or five scotches. It was a wonderful trip. And then we landed, we get in this little car, they shoot us out. We get on Luc Besson's estate, which is this like 600 acre, 13th century buildings on it and all this different stuff. And I'm in this courtyard and I see like a guy walking up. And I'm like trying to be cool. And I'm like, oh my god, that's Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh. Shake his hand like, and you have to act like you're like in in high school at the at the lunch table. You know, hey, how's it going, man? As if like I belong here, you know, me, I'm going. I don't believe Robert De Niro. He leaves five minutes. Was he later.
2: as excited to meet you?
0: Uh, I I don't think so. <laughs> he had kind of a there was a little bit of a disinterest, and uh, he was very sweet, but he you know, he looked at me like I was an oil painting. <laughs> and then um, and then next thing you know, I see this uh, uh, this kind of ornery. John Wayne kind of Clint Eastwood looking guy and it's Tommy Lee Jones. We meet him. He did a quick hello and he walked away. And then all of a sudden I see this gorgeous blonde come walking out with a couple people and I'm like, oh my God, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. So next thing you know, Luke introduced everybody. We had we had dinner, but he's like, after dinner I want you and Michelle Pfeiffer and Dominic to go watch Goodfellas in my huge theater on his estate. So I got to watch Goodfellas with Michelle Pfeiffer and Dominic Lombardozzi. And we giggled. Had up. she ever seen it before? She said well she said I haven't seen it in years. But those that, those mob movies make me laugh. I mean I can't, you know, Joe <laughs> yeah, Pesci. Joe so I'm hilarious. like cr- in the movie theater, I was like belly laughing where no one else was. <laughs> just, like, was you know. <laughs> such a jersey. and so yeah, and Michelle said to us, i the most fun I've ever had watching a movie because you guys had I had more fun watching you guys laugh at all the mobster stuff. But it was surreal. Like while the movie was on, I'm like, I'm in France, watching Goodfellas. Like when you die, that's how it should be. Like I think in of, a movie theater. If I go to heaven, it should be like Jimmy, step right this way. We got On the Waterfront playing over there. We got Goodfellas over there. We got Mark's uh, short acting reel in the corner over there. <laughs> That'll just take a second. Um, you know, I. It was like I'm It was just awesome. And then we six. weeks. So you walk out of the
2: screening. After seeing the movie, Goodfellas. And, with-
0: and then we, and we, had, uh, we went to this little area where we can have a few drinks and all that stuff. And I we started to have a few cocktails with everybody. And uh, I just started like telling how unbelievably excited I was to be in France and all this stuff and how crazy this estate was. And, and I looked at De Niro right in his face and I just said, and I laughed at everything Joe Pesci did in Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> and the people were looking at me like, why did you say that? I'm like, no, it's true. He knows how funny Pesci is. And then Harvey Keitel showed up because he's a buddy of, wow. of Bob's, and uh, can we just use first names? Bob, Michelle, and Tommy. Sure. And, uh, and he showed up at of which was great meeting him, and me and Dominic. It was just you know, uh, good wine and and and, uh, I mean the food, the food stuff. I, I'm not a croissant guy. I just never. I'm like more of a, 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 a,
2: a Dunkin' know, Donut a, a, guy.
0: Yeah, like I'm not like you know.
1: Talk to me about the croissants.
0: But. They only had they have like that breakfast kind of thing where they have little rolls in butter yeah. and butter and croissants. I'm oh like, yeah. I give those croissants. I take. I was like, oh my god, this is like you know a real like a real croissant. Front- in and chocolate front- Chocolat. I ate and then you know chocolate things. I Pond call it. Chocolate. I call it the little. It's like the little bun thing with the chocolate. Pond I must. Chocolat. I, I counted up on, in six weeks. I had 730 of croissants. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these are unbelievable. And, and the coffee and I was just a uh, what kind of coffee. Yeah, well, they had two kinds. They had the, the, the Americana, which they which they made a pot of regular coffee for us. And then they had those little ones, which I, they, espresso? Weren't, espresso. they weren't saying it like that, though. I, I, you know what? I, I couldn't understand anybody. Espresso. That's the only bad thing about being in France is everybody speaks French. <laughs> I'm going to try to change that. I heard, like someone said, you go to if you go to like Greece, they speak Greek. Like, I don't understand. That shouldn't they be. They all
2: have a different language. It's yeah, crazy. It I
0: think they should all sound like... They used to live there, and but now they know. They just sound like, you know, the Greek diner They just guy.
1: speak English with a French accent is exactly what you're right. saying. Exactly.
0: Right. Okay. So that way I know what they're saying. Right, like Peter I, Sellers. I thought each person I walked away from was like, who's that guy? That guy's a jerk. Who is that? I, you know, but they said in <laughs> French, in French it sounds so sexy, you know. Like that person was probably they
1: telling you off and yeah, like, and they, oh, he loves Look me. at this
0: filthy animal from New Jersey. And I thought she was saying, ooh, I can't wait to get with that man, you know. <laughs> I didn't understand their languages.
1: Uh, all right, know. food. Let's get back to the coffee. Now, did they serve it in glass cups?
0: No, they. They. Wait, the back set, up. Where Where are you staying? You're You're not in a hotel. I'm on, I'm on Luke Basan has this huge estate, and he and lives, all the
2: actors. are... So you're basically yeah, staying all, in his, his house. Being, it was like
0: being on a commune, and and they have one wow. little area where you eat, which is the original barn. Shared bathrooms? There. No, no. Everybody. I don't has know their about own that. Okay. Suite, you know, and um, of course, my suite had a shower with just the, the the iron tub with no shower curtain and a wooden floor. Now, when's the last time you got one of them? Everybody's like, oh, that's so great, those tubs. To get the water on you and soap up, <laughs> and I, I was like... Well, I, the it, French aren't used to taking
2: showers, I, I, Jim. I, I, that's I, the thing. I, you know what?
0: <laughs> I, I got to admit, even myself, I skipped a few days. I'm like, <laughs> by the time I go, especially, you know, you know, Mark, when you got to clean yourself. you know? Sure. And plus, I'm not exactly, you know, as limber as I used to be. <laughs> plus, I was getting water all over the wood. There's no tile. The water can go right down. into the. At, at the and you the were thing. so nice. And I do all that. So uh, that was crazy. Taking care of the wood. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it was just, uh, the thing was like beautiful. Um and we just, you know, we shot the movie, and it was just, it was wild.
2: Now, is it? It's called The Family. It's
0: called The Family. Comes out when September 13th.
2: And is it a comedy? Is it a mob movie? Is it an action film?
0: It's, it's got Luke Besson as a director. So and he's he directed other movies like, like uh, uh, um, Leon the Professional. He wrote both Taken movies, Joan of Arc, uh, and tons of other movies. I mean, the guy is, you know, in Europe, he's like the Martin Scorsese of Europe. You know, and so it's got definitely got. Um, uh, there's definitely violence in it. But it's, it's funny Black comedy kind of deal But also I noticed On the second screening
1: The trailer looks fantastic By the way It's
0: got a sense of drama To it too So I think people are gonna Really dig it I really do And I think it's De Niro At his best Wow And Michelle looks great And Tommy Lee Jones Is doing his thing And Michelle's fabulous Then you got me Also I'm doing his Bunting the runners over And I'm a hero Is know? De
2: Niro in the mob In the film Yes Okay and so Michelle Pfeiffer's like married wife. to the mom again.
0: Yeah, I guess it's like that. He's married to her and they have their two kids and they're on the witness protection. And, and the witness protection program sticks them in France uh-huh. because they're uh-huh. uh, they're not exactly a cooperating family I for see. the witness protection. So that's, that's the scenario. Did you have scenes with De Niro? Uh, I had scenes with De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, but most of my scenes were with Michelle Pfeiffer and Dominic.
2: Now, what I, I just did a movie six or eight months ago. That's with, a good
0: joke. A good joke. <laughs> but I did
2: a movie with Cuba Gooding, Cuba okay. Gooding Jr., Jr., Oscar winner, also happens to be a friend of mine, and I didn't think it would be as intimidating as it ended up being on set with him because we're joking around, we're goofing around, then we get in front of the camera, and I saw him go from the guy I've known for 10 years well, he became this other guy, and I was like, "Whoa, this." Well, I, it felt different.
0: I, I get that because I had I was real worried about. I took each page of the script, of scenes that I was in, and I kept it in a binder because they shoot out a sequence. And I was like, you know, if you're shooting something tomorrow, let me just let me just focus on that scene, nothing else, because otherwise you get you know you know you want to know where it is in the movie, but right. and there was this one scene that I thought was like kind of a a little bit of a dramatic scene, but it was like you know in my wheelhouse, I could do it. And then we get on the set, and Dominic from from The Wire, plays Herc on The Wire. Um, he's an intense actor, but we had not done anything intense up to that point. And I, so all of a sudden we do a take, and all of a sudden Michelle was like, you know, you know, like crying, and it was the intense, and Dominic got intense, and there I am like, whoa, 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 everybody's <laughs> acting here. Whoa, whoa. It was like an out-of-body experience. So I think the first couple of takes, and I think I misread the scene, but then Luke gave me, shouted out a note that, that I, I wasn't playing it a certain way. My choice was okay, but the director wanted me to do it in a different way, and I don't wanna really reveal exactly what he said because it's a plot point, but it, it ended up, so then we ended up doing like 12 takes, and after we walked off, I said, Dominic, you gotta be honest with me, man. That was like, he goes, Jimmy, he goes, first couple of takes, you were kind of like, you were waltzing, you know, you were like rehearsing it, almost, and then he goes, but I gotta be honest with you, you really, you really, you know, stepped up at the end. And in the editing room, when I watched the screening, I, I was like, it was as if my mother edited the scene. I mean, I couldn't believe how much they held the camera. Because when you, when you do a, a smaller part in TV or any film, they, they can almost edit you out of the scene while you're in the scene, by always cutting to the stars talking mm-hmm. instead of you. And for me, I mean, you know, I'm not a lead in the movie by any stretch. Um, I felt they, my scenes were, I got my bang for the buck, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, for sure. So it was cool. Wow, It's cool to watch them work.
2: And uh, did you do funny stuff with Tommy Lee and Bob? Uh, I have Bob? a
0: couple of funny scenes. Um, I have some funny phone work. I'm on the phone a lot with uh, Tommy Lee and De Niro. And I have another one really funny scene, which in the screening, people laughed. And that was surreal when you – I mean, Beer League was cool. It, like, you know, Unfortunately, outside of the premiere, only like four people saw Beer League. But to be <laughs> in a theater and have you say a line – and then people laugh. It only happened to me twice. Well, Beer League at the premiere, uh, Kissing Jessica Stein, I did. I have a a couple funny lines in that. And it's so weird, you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you say something off, it comes out of the screen and the audience laughs, it's like it's such a hot, I mean if you do movies all the time you probably don't care, but for me I was like I just made the American public laugh like, ah, like, you sit there like I watch, you know, the, the, I forget what movie is a Woody Allen movie, I think it's Crimes and Misdemeanors where he directs this awful film that's awful towards Alan Alda mm-hmm. and they cut to Woody Allen's face and he's just thoroughly enjoying the whole thing, so like I, I was like sitting there like, and you're not supposed to, all these actors like, you know, oh I never see my own work. I don't see anything. Once I'm done with the movie I don't see it. I don't watch it. I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, it's on again? Where can I watch it? <laughs> 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 you know, I get, it's funny. I get, my parents get to watch it and I'm bringing them to the premiere so that's going to be cool. And it's
2: premiering in, where? in New
0: York. Um, September 10th is the premiere and it opens the 13th.
2: That's going to be a big movie.
0: It was just... Uh,
1: it, Aren't you going back to France, too, for the... I'm, I'm praying. Uh,
0: Luke, Red if carpet. you're listening, I'm sure... I don't know if Luke Basson is one of your audience members, but if he is, please fly me out for maybe a Paris opening. You know,
1: maybe maybe I'll fly Mark out for a, a podcast from Paris.
2: Oh, that would
0: be nice.
2: Podcast from Paris. So did you get a chance yeah. to go to Paris while you were there? I did, and we shot... You have some off days?
0: Well, we shot... Um, uh, it was like I, think I was there for six weeks, so like two and a half of the weeks were shot. When I in, say I, I mean we. Mm-hmm. They they shot it in Paris, and Luke opened up brand new studios, first new studios in Paris since like the '40s. So we were in this cool hotel, and and the food there was really good as well. And we uh, they just you know commuted us to the studio, and we shot all our a, a lot of our cool scenes were shot there too. They did a great job. You know, again, it's uh, people, especially in like LA when you get to a set. And you really look around. and You're like, wow! It really looks like this is a kitchen. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, as much as you think, like, of course, Jimmy, it's like fake. I'm like, yeah, but it really looks like a kitchen. (laughs) When I did that uh, Navy NCIS show, they showed the, the uh, I was actually in the one of the boats, you know, -hmm. and. Even though four feet above the gray paint was just like cables hanging, if you blindfolded yourself and you know, didn't look up at the ceiling, you would swear you were on a boat. I'm like, they really like to do this. It's like it's such a weird. And, and four feet
2: shocked away, to be in show business. It's Jimmy Palumbo. <laughs> it's
0: so funny <laughs> after all these years. Everybody just takes it. I'm like, no, they really. I heard like on other movies, they really like you know like uh, Titanic and stuff. I mean, they really built like almost oh, they built a ship. Really. Yeah. But uh, the sets were cool. Uh, all the people were cool. Um, did you, did you have venture tourist, out? Yeah, did you have tourist time in Paris? Uh, yes, we had. Like, I had like two or three days off. Twice, I had two days. Two what
1: did three. you do? Tell me what you did, where you well, went, and what you typical. Ate.
0: The people I were with had already been to Paris, and uh-huh. I'd never been to France, so they were like, "I don't want to go to the Eiffel Tower. I don't it'd be like you know." But I was like, "Well, I have to go there." So a guy on the set said, "I would get you." We did a shoot there, I can get you. I know the head of security. So I stroll up to the Eiffel Tower like I'm Sinatra at the Sands. Mm -hmm. And I'm knocking on the door, I'm like, yeah, I know the head of security here. I was getting treated very rudely. But finally they made the calls and I I did have the connection. And all he did, now this is the Eiffel Tower, the the number one uh, tourist attraction in the world. Everybody knows the Eiffel Tower, right? He just goes, he points me towards an elevator. Not the one the tourists were getting on by the hundreds. So I had this little pass. I hit the button and I get in. But the, the, the elevators on the Eiffel Tower, they go like sideways to the left, to the right. And you go up. Then you come back down. So I I, I got on the elevator. I'm by myself. And it, I felt like we were going up for a while. And I'm trying to look. It, it, you know, there was no – you couldn't look out like on the normal ones. And I get to like the third floor. I get off and I kind of followed where everybody I thought was going. I get an elevator. And it goes back down. I End up at the same spot again. <laughs> So finally, literally 20 minutes, I'm like, I said, like, uh, I want to, I kept on going, I, you know, everybody speaks French. So I'm like, I want to go to the top. I want to go to the top. They're like, you you can't, you're not an employee. And I'm like, no, but I got this thing that says I can do it. It took me like an hour and a half to get to the top. You
1: might as well just have gotten, I should have gotten, gotten on the, the regular nine. line. And you I get to done. the top,
0: it starts pouring rain. The oh. rain was going sideways, it was cold rain. I'm like, I'm miserable. And I was trying to look out, but then it stopped and a huge rainbow came over Paris. Uh. I took a picture. I was like, wow, this is really cool. I thought the Eiffel Tower was awesome. They also have, like, those apps you can get on your iPhone. Mm -hmm. So... You you click on the app, and instead of getting like those chunky, weird uh, cassette tapes or right, anything, you just listen right <laughs> on your app. Tour. Of the whole tour thing. And, I, and they totally take you through section by section. I, th- you know, they cool. also
1: have those apps where you can learn French before you go visit the country. Yeah,
0: but you know what? I got to learn how to speak English first, probably. Because <laughs> uh, I ain't got no reason to be doing that. No, I, I know. I don't learn any languages, and I, I'm not good at that. Did
2: but, you see any? Did so you go to the Louvre? We went to
0: the Louvre. <laughs> um, we didn't have to wait online either. It wasn't that bad. Did we that went,
2: impress you, or not so much? I,
0: you know what I gotta be honest with you I never felt so ignorant about like arts in my life because I, I I literally I looked like I looked like some guy from Queens like hey they got paintings here there was so <laughs> many paintings like I said to the girl the the makeup girl from Michelle Pfeiffer was uh she was like my companion to walk around because we had nothing to do and we're I literally was like, I can't believe how many paintings I got. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like going to Yankee Stadium and going. There's a lot of oh. baseball being played here, you know. It's but gigantic. I just was blown away. It's gigantic. And some of the paintings are huge. I just didn't. I was like, I I want to go back. Just you know, you need to spend like three days in that place. And then I went to Notre Dame. That was really cool. Until I wanted to see a mass at at uh, Notre Dame, <laughs> or Notre Dame. <laughs> and so we, the mass kind of starts, and I'm like, put this girl, and all of a sudden. We go out five minutes into the mess, I'm like, wow, this is pretty neat. She's like, you know, I'm Jewish. <laughs> and I was like, you're Jewish? Don't tell <laughs> she goes, anyone. Oh, you know. She's like, no. She goes, no, well, it, but it's kind of like very holy in here. And I'm like, I can't let you sit through a mess. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so we left, and then we ended up uh, uh, just – we just walked around. We went to where – we walked near where Diana unfortunately died. Did you
1: eat those great baguettes?
0: We, we, I had the, the – we. Uh, the, the baguettes, but also those mini little They look like little mini Italian uh,
1: uh, Italian you're in prayers
0: uh, well it, it, like Italian roll that i we eat at home the the, the, the breads there the breads the oh, bread was the breads mm. were awesome and then the wine I was drinking like ten dollar bottles of wine that tasted like a hundred dollars uh, you know I, we I, did I the to same to
2: the thing t- in Italy we would just get just the uh, the vino della casa vino rosso de la casa just the house wine and it was incredible i I couldn't I drank even Europe,
1: at McDonald's they have wine. Europeans know water. how to live. You know and what? You know, Their the crew, priorities
2: are are partying and food and wine well and, they, and enjoying they, they themselves. The crew guys are to live, not live to mm, work. Yeah. The crew
0: guys, they're allowed to have two glasses of wine at lunch. <sighs> and I was like, in New York City on set of law and order, this would not fly. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Vinny? Vinny. You we know, just be guy, we'd be getting happy. I'm enjoying a fine ninety eight uh, 98, <laughs> uh get a bud, No, they yeah, they have an interesting way. I hope to God that they're. Uh, it's it's nice to go to a different country that lives differently. Um, I just hope their economy can really afford to do mm. that. I don't know what the world what the world is, but they, they do live a very. They lo- the way they eat, like
1: talk to me about the differences between the way they eat and the way we eat here. For example, well, breakfasts and dinners. Bre-
0: there's no like there's no pancakes and eggs it's all like croissants bread and, and coffee mm-hmm. and then
1: you go and cheese Do they have cheese and they have
0: cheese uh, cheese mm-hmm. all over the place i'm not really a cheese guy so i only dabbled in that but i know you like you cheese you dabbled in cheese i dabbled in cheese <laughs> but you know what they we we eat i would
2: we, i would venture <laughs> to say the cheese is the is the pillar of your career <laughs> it's all about the cheese
0: i but they we we grab food we eat like, uh-huh. they dine so, like, when you eat dinner, everybody talks about the small portions of France. I didn't find that. They just, no one rushes out of there. You you dine, you have a couple glasses of wine, you relax, it was just awesome.
1: They also walk a lot. So, you need the energy for that. And in every little corner, you'll see a bakery or a stand where you'll buy an entire long French baguette with um, sliced apple, brie, and
0: prosciutto. It's so good. Oh, my God, And the prosciutto, so good. All, all the Italian cold cuts that I got in France mm-hmm. were, like, to die for! Ugh. I was like, oh my god. The little cornichons. I came green. home. I had like my salt intake. I was like, I was retaining water in my feet. I was. My ankles are so swollen. I can barely walk. Everybody's like, how was France? I'm like, you know what? I got the gout. Let me call you in four days. <laughs> I was just like, I ate like a king. It was
2: great. It's good time. Well, we have good food here in the United States as well. especially
1: we do, except the tomatoes taste like cardboard. True. True. Not,
0: but this not week, New Jersey, this time of year, my tomatoes are coming
1: in. Send me some tomatoes, then. I, I don't think you
0: can send them. To mail, but
2: I'll try. Don't. Now, you're headed back to New York uh, today. Tonight, yeah. We're going to New York today, too. We're going to be at the Wing Festival in Buffalo, New I, York.
0: I wish I could go there because I'm a Wing fan. That would be really
2: you cool. Should. Well, then you are in for a treat, my friend, because right now you are going to meet the Wing King, The Wing King. Drew Serza
0: bills make me wanna Show! kick your heels up and shout throw your hands up and Show! throw your head back and Bruce on
2: sirs on of the now, wing the king bills welcome to a fork the on the road
4: now, wow i feel like a spoon in the fork in the road this is <laughs> this is our, my first time this is my first time a first time caller this yeah you are now
2: i made you promise that you'd be wearing your wing king crown are you wearing it your hat
4: I am. I'm, I just put it back on. I took it off after you said, "Oh my God, is that a copper taxi in front of me?" what is a taxi! Because I guarantee, if you saw me right now, I would pull me over.
2: <laughs> you want You're here in your car.
4: I'm in the chariot. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the chariot. The king's got a chariot.
2: Oh, uh, all right. Well, let's let's start by telling people about the festival, and then we will get into all the fun, cool, great things we're going to do this weekend. I can't wait to come back there. Now. Buffalo wings were invented in Buffalo in 1962. 64. 64. At the Anchor Bar by Maria Bellissimo, Correct. right? Yes. And basically, yes. You, know, you tell me the story. You're the wing king.
4: Well, you know, not every Italian girl's named Marie. I know it seems like it.
2: <laughs> Just 90 percent <but 90% laughs> of
4: them. Bellissimo, 99 percent. Um, but yeah, it was in it was in 1964. It was uh, you know they. The salesman actually delivered 10 cases of chicken wings instead of one, and they used them to make chicken stock for the, for the soup. Mm-hmm. And she needed to find a way to get rid of these, and her son came in with a bunch of buddies, and she figured, hey, let me just throw these in the deep fryer, and she did it. And there was a bottle of Frank's Red Hot and some butter, and she rolled them in butter and Frank's and brought them out, steaming wings, and the guys ate them and loved them, and they were burning their mouths and drinking a ton of beers. And then a typical husband, uh, a frankly, says, hmm, this is pretty cool. If we serve these for free at the bar, the guys will drink more beer. So that's how Italians do business. So that's how it started, serving (laughs) these wings at the bar so they drink more beer to cool off their palates. And the funny part is beer just makes it burn more. So that's how it all started. And from there, different people from Buffalo moved across the country and brought this recipe with them. And chicken wings just, you know, they they blossomed.
2: It's for the coop. (laughs) It's (laughs) for the coop. (laughs) I I find it doesn't seem like... It seems like buffalo Wing should have gone back further than that. that you know, it's ba- basically, what, 49 years old. It seems like something that was invented at the dawn of time with the wheel and nachos. It's, it's You it's, know,
4: it, it, yeah, it's like, who's the first guy to figure out how to milk the cow? You know, you never admit to that one, do you? But somebody <laughs> actually invented it. And, you know, it, it, chicken wings have always been there, but I think the buffalo wing is what's different. You know, when you put that cayenne pepper sauce on it and butter, that's what... And, you know, they separated it, too, Mark, because the chicken wing comes in three pieces. You know, it's got the drumstick, the flat, and then this little tip. Right. And at first, they would serve them whole, and that's a chicken wing. The buffalo wing, that's when it's cut, that's when it's deep fried, and it's got the butter and the cayenne pepper sauce like Frank's. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it a true buffalo wing.
2: Well, now, and at this weekend, at the Wing Festival, you take over an entire baseball park, right? And there's going to be last time we were there, there were— Fifty different recipes and from all around the country. One
1: vegetable to be found. No, you
2: can't. Well, no, there's celery. No one eats it, but there's celery. Uh, how many different Do we have a recipes with the spark Do we have
4: a vegetarian with us?
2: No, she's no, not a vegetarian. No, no,
4: no. Oh, okay. Are you like kidding me? There. Wow,
1: Drew, come on. You saw me eating those <laughs> wings last year or two years ago? Two when years did we go? Ago, two
2: yeah. years ago. So, so how many different recipes are you going to have this year? How many different booths?
4: A h- hundred twenty different sauces. Wow. Under twenty, yeah, you know you were here. You, I mean,
1: that it, it's raspberry. A, it's a plethora. Oh my it's a gosh, mecca. that raspberry. It's a plethora and a mecca. Chicken right. wing was my favorite yeah. raspberry chicken oh. wing. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. There's hot ones. And there's sweet ones.
2: Yeah, no, I, I was actually, uh, you know, I was having fun with you beforehand. I didn't think that the recipes would be all that different from one place to another, but they were dramatically different.
4: They were oh, incredibly yeah. it, different. It, it, they were. And it, how about you're talking about getting that raspberry one? It, it became where you would have these hot wings and then you combine it with a sweet wing. Mm-hmm. And then all the different variations how you make chicken. And it would take on different regional aspects of the country with different Southwest flavors and different regions and, you know, Asian style chicken wings. I mean, there's so many different flavors. And then you got the dry rubs and you got the Carolina barbecue wings. Mm-hmm. And there's so many. It, it, it's crazy. It's, it's, um, that's what makes it fun. It's not just about that traditional right. chicken wing. It's all different varieties.
2: Hey, speaking of dry rub, we have a guest with us here in the studio. It's Jimmy <laughs> Palumbo from the upcoming movie The Family with uh, Robert De Niro, Tom Lee Jones, and Michelle Pfeiffer. I think you got a question hey, uh, for yeah, Drew?
0: Yeah, Wing King. I was in a, I was in a bar hey, two days ago, and uh, I, I I had something at the bar that I think is just awful. And I don't know if they have them at your festival. I'm curious what you think. There's these boneless buffalo wings. Do you guys, uh, uh, you I, I know, think that is like, that to me was travesty. like, it was like, uh, these are, they're, I was like, this is, it's got to have the bone in it. It's not, no bone. You can't, it's not a, it's not a real wing, if you ask me.
4: It's like eating a hot dog without mustard, Jimmy. Right. I mean, it's like, it, it, it's a fake. It's a phony. It's a phony. agree. You know, it's, um, it's a, it's a cheap guy that doesn't, does not going to put the effort into making the real deal. It's, but you know, kids like them. Kids like the boneless. There's no effort to go into it. Right. When you got the bone in the chicken wing, there's an effort. Especially with the, with the, with the flat, you know, with the two bones. The separate You have so
0: different wings. You can crush them, do an umbrella move. When I go Start on first, when experience. I go on first dates, <laughs> when I go on first dates, I always get a big thing of wings, just to see. <laughs> just to see. You, oh, yeah. you, you want to know? Can this girl handle this? It's all over my <laughs> nose, my face, and the napkin always sticks to your fingers. All oh, right? sure,
2: that's classy. Good times. I can't stand people that have a buffalo wing. They take two bites and then they're done with it, and there's tons of meat left on the bone.
1: But you eat the bone marrow.
2: I do. When I eat a buffalo wing, I pull every morsel of meat off the bone. I bite oh, it. I suck out the marrow. I, I, I want to put it one through like, my nose like a It looks like a native. raccoon
1: ate off of that.
2: Oh, it, waste not, oh. want not. <laughs> Am I right, Drew? There's <laughs> starving
4: children out there. As, you know, across the world, we need to eat this food, right? That's right.
0: Don't I like the meat.
1: Food. I like the meat.
0: At this festival, do they have different levels. Because I know sometimes when I get wings, sometimes they're like, they're, they're so unbelievably hot, not the spicy, just they're too hot to eat. But sometimes they're actually overcooked, and then the meat is kind of almost like beef jerky, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Do they have ones that there that are like just cooked, uh, not, I shouldn't say raw, but, you know, where there's like overcooked ones, undercooked ones, you know what I'm saying? They have all
4: Depends kinds. Depends on how much the cook was drinking that day, you know? <laughs> um, not paying attention. No, that's not <laughs> true. But, you know, the first Wing Fest, we had no idea how many people would come to see it or how we cook them. So I actually took a home equity loan on the house, signed the wife's name. I got pretty good at that. And then I bought 100 turkey fryers. So the company called me, breaking name of the company, and said, what are you buying these for? And I told them, they said, we're not going to sell these to you. You're going to blow up the city. So I ordered, like, like, on different credit cards, 20 and shipped them to different friends' houses. So we brought them all to the ballpark and hooked them up to 20-pound propane tanks. And the fire marshal came and said, are you kidding me? And we had to get the mayor to, to override it. The mayor overrode the, uh, the fire marshal. So, so we had 20, 100 of these turkey fires with 20-pound propane tanks. We had fires in the parking lot. That's when we had the beef jerky festival because those <laughs> things came out just brutal. And eventually we bought real deep fires and figured it out. But, Jimmy, that was, that was beef jerky heaven that first year.
2: All right, so now there's a bunch of contests and things that are going to happen over the course of this weekend. The, the Wing Fest is at Duntire Park in um, Buffalo, New York on the 31st of August and the 1st of September. Uh, Yenny and I are going to be there. I'm going to be hosting some events. We're going to be doing some music. Tell me all the... We're going to be playing hockey, is what I've heard. We're, Tell me what's going hockey.
4: on. Well, Buffalo's a big hockey market. and sure. uh, You know, Bat Blue is a big beer here, and they have a pond hockey tournament, and Unfortunately, the last bunch of years, we haven't... Uh, winter forgot to fall upon Buffalo. Uh, we've got their reputation, but we couldn't get our ice frozen to have the pond hockey tournament, so they developed this synthetic ice. It's like a thin piece of plastic. And you can actually... It's like you can ice skate on it. It's crazy. And yeah, I've, we've I've got skated on it before. It's stuff. not bad. It's good stuff. And we've got, a, we've got a hockey tournament going on during the Wing Fest. And it's going to be like in the high 80s. We We're drinking beer, eating wings, playing hockey, out in shorts. How beautiful that is heaven. that? heaven. And then... And, Mark, we've got your favorite event at the Wing Fest again this year.
5: Oh, I We love it.
4: fill up the kiddie pool, a little blue kiddie pool with blue cheese. We throw in 100 wings, and we have three contestants with goggles on their knees pulling out as many <laughs> wings as they can in three minutes with their mouths.
2: It is hilarious. And, it's a kiddie well, pool. I, it's a big kiddie pool. Yeah. It's like a 12-, 15-foot kiddie pool. Drew fills it with blue cheese dressing that's been sitting out in the sun for three days.
1: It's not that bad.
2: Then he throws in a hundred. <laughs> he throws in a hundred wings, and then he gets these drunk guys. Who, people can volunteer to be in this contest, right?
4: Well, they want a free T-shirt, Mark. What are right. you doing? Mean, it's all for the free T-shirt. Yeah. They're giving blood for the free T-shirt.
2: They got to put their that's hands behind their sport. back. They put their hands behind the back, and then they root around in the blue cheese like Labradors looking for a bone. It is the funniest. Yeah. Thing you've ever seen in your life,
1: and the pictures after it, it, are it, amazing.
0: Oh, the
4: and, and, and they're proud of it. They, that, they're, when they're proud of it, it's like goes on their LinkedIn account on the on the resume. You yeah, know, like, it does. Hey, hey, by the way, uh, Mister uh, Mister, uh, Mr., uh, you're going to hire me? Yeah, I graduated with uh, a you know, PhD from uh, from Yale, and oh yeah. I won the Bobby for Wings of the wing Fest and got the free T-shirt. You got the job. You're hired.
2: Uh, it, it is it is comical, and you also do you you get the International Federation of Competitive Eaters out there, and you're going to do you're going to do the the wing eating contest, kind of like the Nathan's contest on the Fourth yeah. of July.
4: Exactly. It's uh, as many wings as you can eat in 12 minutes. We get Joey Chestnut, who's the I think the five, six time uh, hot dog eating shot, mm-hmm. uh, champ at the uh, Coney Island hot dog eating contest, and little Sonia Thomas. Uh, from South Korea, about 45 years old, weighs like 100 pounds, goes five feet tall. She actually ate 172 chicken wings two years ago in 12 minutes for the world record. And then Joey beat her last year. So, we got it's like Muhammad Ali and Walt Frazier. They're going back and forth, and back. It's like a thriller in Buffalo. Is that the <laughs> Black Widow? You know, so it is the Black Widow. That's Whittle. the Black
2: Widow. Oh,
4: yeah, It's yeah. fabulous.
2: And it's a Dangerous. spectacle. George Shea, who's I think hilarious, runs this uh, the International Federation, Uh-oh. and he's got the boater hat on. And the the stadium is filled with people cheering for these people who just sh- eat. That's that's what they do. Badlands Booker's about four hundred pounds. They announce them yeah. like gladiators. They come running through the crowd. <laughs> they bound I on think the stage the and then they just <laughs> then they just slop the pigs. They just throw pounds and pounds, of buffalo wings in there and people eat them. It's hilarious.
1: But the time we were there it was not only buffalo wings. It was more. It was.
2: Other types It of food was whatever they could too, find. Right? It was just meat. It was, it was five was...
1: pounds of food, right?
2: No, it was 12 oh, pounds Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: You know, yeah, he's right. We do a buffalo buffet bowl the day before. It's kind of like the, the warm-up for the eating contest. Then we throw all this crap in there, like five pounds of food, roast beef on Weck, which is a famous buffalo, dish, chicken fingers, whatever's left on the ground that nobody saw, and we <laughs> oh. weigh it to five pounds, and these guys eat it, and again, Joey Chestnut, he won he ate five pounds in like three minutes, I think.
2: Oh my it's it, it would be abuse oh. it, it would be abuse if you didn't give them a t shirt. You'd be yeah, arrested.
4: I think the t-shirt, I'm yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, we all do things for for certain, you know, things and um I mean it's it, it is off of the t shirt and the trophy and, and again it's that LinkedIn account, that resume builder.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I do a lot of these festivals around the country, Drew, and and the Buffalo Wing Festival is one I look forward to every year because oh. A you're an idiot. You are so fun to hang out with. Thank you. He walks around Thank Buffalo you. with a red cape, a scepter, and a giant foam wing hat. Our producer yep. Sean is from Boston, or from Buffalo. And the first thing he said when I told him you were going to be on the show is, "Is he going to be wearing his hat?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are. You, are, you <laughs> if I get.
4: If I get pulled over. It's your fault. <laughs> but I, I do have the free get out of jail free card with the um, with the with the wing hat as a wing cape. But hey, I forget. You know what I got coming this year? This what? is unbelievable. What? Okay, we've all seen the mechanical bulls, right?
2: Yes. This the mechanical guy wing. in
4: Rochester, a mechanical wing yanny. It's, oh. it's a drumstick. It's a drumstick and the seat is actually like a bite out of the out of the drumstick. Yes. You sit on that <laughs> and the rope becomes on you, oh look it's better. That's, that's that's not even the funny part. Oh. Think of a fifteen foot like uh, diameter swimming pool, a kiddie pool. Like yeah. about four feet high, uh-huh. it's blown up, uh-huh. and on the bottom is cushioned. It's a it's wings. It's like a picture of chicken wings. So you're doing the mechanical wing in a bucket of wings.
2: <laughs> that is. <laughs> you are an hilarious. evil genius. You are an evil uh, genius.
1: I think our friend Jimmy too. Palumbo wants to write. It's the, for charity. That's wing. good.
2: That's I, good.
0: I may have to go check
2: that. out. You got to uh, come. It, so, I'm gonna be oh. I'm gonna be tweeting pictures and video all weekend long. So, folks, if you're listening, you want to follow me at uh, on Twitter at Mark DiCarlo. And if you're anywhere near Buffalo, I, I'm telling you, it, it, it what does it cost to get in?
4: Five dollars.
2: Five dollars. And what time? $5. What time do you open and what time do you close?
4: You know, Saturday it's noon to nine, and Sunday it's noon to seven. It's the ultimate road trip, and you'll come to Buffalo, and you know, it's it's you'll be pleasantly pleasantly surprised. It's so much fun. It's a great city. Um, it's we just very family in forty oriented. tons of chicken wings. Very family oriented. And forty tons of chicken wings were delivered today. That's half a million. Half a, wait. That's five hundred thousand chicken wings. Half a million chicken wings.
2: Oh, and you're going to go through all of them. <laughs> I them one and by I got to tell you, you,
1: you think, oh my goodness, chicken wings, really? Could you eat that many? But when you're there and you're seeing uh, ch- uh, herb chicken wing, Parmesan chicken wing. Oh, the Parmesan or, ones were oh, good. that was yeah. delicious. That's raspberry good. chicken yeah. wing with f- uh, f- fig chicken wing. It's incredible. So you really do want to be there and you want to taste all the different chicken wings. I don't know if you, you're gonna ever Aww. taste all of them, but really, I still remember that raspberry chicken wing.
2: And and the 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 whole atmosphere is like an old time carnival. You are the P.T. Barnum oh, so of much the 21st century because so much fun. Drew's got a great sense of humor about the oh. the wing event itself. It's a great thing for Buffalo, and it's it really I'm I'm so looking forward to it. It's gonna be. Uh, Real fun time. I'm going to be there hosting the stages and I guess doing some comedy and doing some cartwheels and I don't know what else. I'll find out when I get there, but uh, <laughs> come out and see you us, never folks. know. That's
4: the beauty. There's no agenda, Mark. And I don't care. If you
2: find out as it happens. I know if it's your idea that it will be funny and people will love it. Awesome. So that's this weekend. That's Saturday, the 31st of August, and Sunday, the 1st of September, Duntire Park in downtown Buffalo, New York. You will actually get to meet – and greet the the wing king himself, Drew wow. Serza.
4: <laughs> and Mark, he I, don't is know, I hope you don't have a heartbreak, but you got to give me. You have to try to explain. It was Saturday night. You know, Yenny, Mark, my wife Jody, and I, we, you know, we kind of met for the, well, we already met once before, but we're all hanging out at the Hotel Lobby Bar.
5: Right. Like
4: around 1030. We're shot. We're exhausted. We're all contemplating who's going to be the first to say, I'm done, go to bed. Right. And Mark brought his harmonicas down. And we had a band there, it was uh, Duff, um, what's his name, Duff? Um,
2: oh, the guy God, from the Ace of
4: Cakes, Cakes or the, yeah, the cupcake. The yeah. He was there with his band, and all of a sudden somebody said, I, you say, I feel that plant. And the one guy says, me too. And we're walking down the street, the one guy put a full chicken costume on with feathers yes! and everything. <laughs> I got the wing outfit. out, my, and we just walked into this place called Nietzsche's. It's like a crazy bar with a live band, and there was a blues band, and we asked if you guys, and you guys plugged in and rocked, and that band is now the house band for the Wing Fest. Oh, it's The, oh, the nice. Heavenly Chill Billings.
2: That be
4: with them all weekend long.
2: So I'm, I should bring my harmonicas this weekend then?
4: You have to. You have to. It's, it's beautiful.
2: Uh, it, I tell you, Drew, I'm looking forward to it. It's a great, great event. Uh, it's also, what, what charity do you support?
4: You know, there's three of them. It's uh, Meals on Wheels of Western New York, Alzheimer's Association of Western New York, and cystic fibrosis, three great organizations. Well, we and, the, over
2: yeah, and the Alzheimer's guys too. Yeah, don't forget them. Yeah. Well, it's it's a fantastic event. So looking forward to it. Thank you for spending. What's some, the website? What do you think? Oh, yeah. What do you think yeah, it yeah. is? See
4: Mark Jenny, Jenny, <laughs> always on the ball. She is. She's always let's covering let's you on the, the ball. I love it. Uh, it's buffalowing.com. dot Buffalo W I N G dot com.
2: And you can get advanced tickets there. They're only $5. Goes to help three great charities. You will come. You will have a great time. You will see grown-ups diving in blue cheese dressing for a T-shirt. It's a great way to spend Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you, Drew. We'll be, in, uh, we'll be in tomorrow night, Friday night.
4: Can't wait to see you guys.
2: All right, thanks, Drew. We'll soon. talk to you later.
4: Bye. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Bye-bye
2: i wish i was in buffalo he pulled off he pulled off the highway put on his hat and was doing the interview for Well, he better
1: car. take a picture and send it to us that's all i'm saying
2: he is he is he's, he's hilarious and uh, uh, jimmy you should you're going back to how far is manhattan from uh, from Buffalo. It's
0: eight hours. Uh, it's a ride, but you know what? Maybe I'll find out, maybe, uh, we'll see. I mean, well, if it's you it's do, really you know fun, you fun know, time. you
1: have to go and, and ride the chicken
0: wing. Uh, you know what, I might just fly in, ride that wing, and fly right back home. I'll be, I might be a professional <laughs> hit on that town.
2: I'm gonna be doing some stand-up comedy, playing some music, playing some hockey. I'm gonna be hosting the stages out there, so please come out and say hi. I'll be signing copies of my book, A Fork on the Road. We'll be giving away coupons for Cancun Travel. Uh, thanks to our friends at UKN Holidays. And it's just, it's just going to be a great weekend. Yanni and I will be there. You come out and meet us and say hi. And we'll, well, we're going to try and uh, tape some segments for the show. So that'll be we're fun. We're
1: going to try if we're not too full.
2: Right, too full of it. <gasps> well, that ends another fantastic episode of A Fork on the Road. Thanks uh, to our guest, Drew Serza, the Wing King. Yay! And to a bona fide movie star.
0: Jimmy Palumbo. Thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure.
2: My buddy Jimmy Palumbo, starring, co starring with Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, and Michelle Pfeiffer in The Family. Big motion picture that's due out September 13th. Go see it on the first weekend. Trailers are out now. So that Jimmy can buy a new suit.
0: (laughs) I I just bought one. (laughs) All right. My little suit.
2: Thanks for listening, folks. As you always follow me on Twitter at markdecarlo.com and listen to us every week for more fun. Travel and food information I'm Mark DiCarlo, that's Yenny Alvarez And we'll see you next time On a Fork on the Road
3: Hey, Sideshow fans, if you like live comedy and love to party, then the Cabo Comedy Festival is the place for you. Check out Festival.com for the details. From October 2nd to 6th, over 50 of the world's funniest comedians are heading to the beaches of Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and they're giving away a trip for two to join all the action. Visit Facebook.com slash Cabo Comedy Festival or Festival.com to enter. Downtown Cabo will come alive with nightly shows featuring over 50 of the world's top stand-ups, followed by exclusive after-parties at the hottest nightclubs, beachfront resorts, pool parties, golf, nightly comedy shows. You don't want to miss the Cabo Comedy Festival. Enter to win or book your travel and purchase tickets at cabocomedyfestival.com.